What's up, Bucks fans? Welcome back to Pirate Parlay, presented by the Sick Podcast Network. I'm your host, JC Allen. We're going to be talking with this very special guest today. We'll be recapping the Bucks 26-9 win over the Saints. Get into that a little bit. And then we got special guest linebacker Yaya Diaby for the Buccaneers in studio. He's going to be talking to us about the game, about what, he's, what it's been like this season. And also, we're going to get to know him a little bit. Get some fun questions going. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Pirate Parlay. Battle intercepted, picked off of the end zone. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world. The sickest Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. It's going to be sick. Welcome back to Pirate Parlay. Like I said, we've got special guest Yaya Diaby waiting in the studio. We're going to bring him in, but the Bucks moved on to a 3-1 record with a 26-9 victory over New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Puts them at sole place in the FC South division. A lot of analysts around the, around the league right now are inserted, open mouth, inserting foot. They're backpedaling like you've never seen because this team was penciled to not be very good by a lot of people on the outside. And so far, they've done nothing but live up to the expectations I had for him and surprise everybody else. Another really hard fought win. The offense got going. The defense has just been lights out, getting after the quarterback with sacks, turnovers, tackles for losses, making plays. It's a victory Wednesday here on, on the sick podcast network. Cause we celebrate them all week, especially when we're in the bye week. So uh, a lot of good things to, to look forward to for the Buccaneers. Obviously a couple injuries along the way as well. Uh, Mike Evans left in that second quarter with a hamstring injury. Recent updates suggest he's going to be fine. little rest and relaxation on the bye week leading up to the Lions game, as well as Jamel Dean, uh, Vita Vea, Devin White, guys who've been banged up. They'll get that opportunity to rest uh, and recover their bodies in hopes that everyone's going to be ready to go for Creamsicle Day week six against the Lions. Kalijah Cansey, Savasia Dennis, two fellow rookies of Yaya's, are also on track to potentially uh, play in that week six matchup against the Detroit Lions. And the Bucs can use all hands on deck because the Lions have been red hot recently so far. Um, but so are the Bucs. So it's going to be a really good matchup, really good litmus test for both teams. Uh, both teams had solid defenses. The offenses are moving the ball really efficiently. So it's going to be a, a fun matchup for sure when the Bucs come out. They'll have a slight edge having two weeks to prepare for them. So uh, definitely a matchup to look forward to, especially with those Bucko Bruces uh, on the way. But, um, you know, a, a big victory for the Bucks overall uh, on all aspects. Special teams was good. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield threw for three touchdowns, 246 yards. Chris Godwin had 114 yards to the air. Antoine Winfield was playing like a man possessed all over the field breaking up 50-yard bombs in the backfield, causing sacks and pressures and and forced fumbles and recovering themselves. Vita Vea with two sacks on the day and a fumble. So this Bucks team has really been playing lights out. And the offense, uh, which most people thought would struggle for a little bit, has really been carrying their own, but it's been the defense that has been all over. If they haven't been making turnovers, they've been making big goal line stops, red zone stops, third down stops. And one of those key members of that defense as a rookie who's making a big impact, and we'll get into one of his impact plays he made, is Yaya Diaby. I'm happy and proud to welcome into the studio, even though you got the better of me recently on a bet we had. More about that later. But Yaya, how the heck are you, man? Three and one, how does it feel? Man, it feels good, man. You know, you know, it's kind of 
as all the vets said, they like it's kind of too early to have a bye week this early, but it feels good, you know, going into the um, bye week three and one and, you know, leading our division. Absolutely, especially a hard-fought game against the Saints. Did you feel – that was your fourth game. Did you feel a little bit extra in that locker room leading up in Saints week? I know Man. fans certainly feel it. Man, it was um, – they were telling me before the game even started, like, hey, we hate these guys. They hate us. So, hey, just go at them. Just go at them. Uh, you you certainly went at them for sure. Uh, we've got – with a huge tackle for loss – on Alvin Kamara, just knocked the boy in the backfield on that play. There it is right there. What did you see on that play to be able to make that read so quickly and get back there to, to stop him for a big loss? Yeah, so first off, it's just, it just me first doing my job and being where I was supposed to be. And then I just seen – I seen – I started – it started off the play where you seen um, you seen Derek Carr go from quarterback and he shifted over. And then it was um, Tyson Hill. So then it's like, I was like, dang, it's something fishy. They both of them never been in the a, in a backfield at the same time. So then I just did my job and then I just worked up the field and then boom, he tossed the ball to Alvin. And I just I just got um, flat and, you know, got the tackle for loss. You've had a couple big hits um, so far this season. Uh, still searching for that sack. Uh, but yeah. It's coming. It's coming. I feel it. Um, but when it comes in like to, to game week and preparation, and everything like that, how much of it is just has it been natural instincts and just kind of seeing what you see on film and being like, you know, recognition and, and attacking? It just it, yeah, it's with the preparation with um, the coaches, coaches helping us out with with, you know, just breaking down the plays and showing us like this exactly what they're going to do when they're in this formation and be alert for certain things. And, and it just, yeah, just watching film. So that just helps us a lot. Now you're, you're a confident guy. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it conky cocky cause you're confident, you know? Um, yeah. but when, when was like your first, all right, I belong here moment. Like, like, Everyone, you know, they come into the NFL. It's a different game, and we'll kind of talk about that. But when was the first time where you're like, yeah, this is where I belong. I belong with these guys on the field out here. I would just say I would just say in OTAs when it just got real, it got real intense. It got real intense on both sides, and we were just going at it. And I was like, man, man, I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be here, and, and I belong. I belong, and I'm going to do anything I can to help this team out. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, uh, I remember watching that OTAs making a difference real quick. Uh, you could just tell your size, speed, athleticism. I say you and Joe Tranchin got there like action figures. You guys just the physique, the size, the athleticism, the speed. Uh, it's really difficult to stop when you guys are both on the field, which you guys have had the pleasure of happening a few times so far. Bowles gets crazy with his assignments. <laughs> you guys will line you up everywhere. But one of those things that puts you in a good position, you mentioned that, you know, preparation, everything is coaching, right? And, and you had a great coach in Coach Ivy uh, over in Louisville. You come in a league and you get blessed with a guy like Coach George Edwards, who's coached some of the best, including Micah Parsons, uh, just a few seasons ago and with the Cowboys. What has it been like to get that coaching? And, and, and what is he kind of – what are the, some of the biggest takeaways that you took from him that you're like, okay, wow, this is like next level? Man, the guy, the guy knows everything. <laughs> like, like he'll just – 
he'll just see certain things and he'll be like, oh yeah, this was exactly what they're running. This what they're running. And then I'll just be like, dang, like I, I never like went too in deep with, in depth with, you know, with film, with film study and just knowing personnels and knowing when you see this, this exactly what they're going to give you. And he just showed, he just knows a lot. He's been in this um, game for so long and, and the more, the more the week go on, the more I learn from him and it, it just keep getting better. And then you've got a defensive minded head coach, which there aren't too many exactly. of those in the league with everyone moving to that, you know, high flying offense and everything, but just having bulls there as a defensive head coach, what has it been like to learn from him? He's got years and years of knowledge and experience as well. Former player too. Yeah. Another, another guy who knows, who knows a lot, who knows a lot. And, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to, get me to get me to get um get more comfortable so he can you know put me in in different different schemes and different opportunities to just you know let me go but you know it just we just gonna let the you know the weeks go on and i'm gonna just keep improving myself and you know get myself on the field more that's the thing with his defense. It's so exotic and he can dial up so many different things. You see, you know, uh, just the other day, he, I think he had you lined up on the inside. Uh, he's had you guys line up wide outside, you know, with the linebackers down. Vita Vea drops into coverage as a linebacker. It's like he exactly. does so many different, different things. Where do you see your best fit in his defense, though? Is it strictly on the outside or, or where do you see your best fit? Well, for me, for me, like, um, Playing at Louisville, I did I did everything. I was playing on the inside, I was playing on the outside. Right. And at this level, at this level, you know, I would I would love to be more on the outside, but for me, I'm a team player and I'm gonna do whatever I can to, you know, get on the field and help the team the best way possible. And, you know, having a smart minded coach like that that knows so right. much and he knows how he can use me and help me be successful. And I just, I just feel like I just listen to him to put me, put me wherever you want me. I'm just going ball. Have you had like a favorite alignment that he's put you in at all? Like you're just like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Oh shoot. We had a, we had a package. It was like a big nickel. They took one of our nickels out and they brought me in as a, as a nickel just to, just to blitz off the edge. So it just, it's just little stuff like that, that you, you like, dang, like, I, I could see where where he's trying to you know use me, so I just gotta right. do my part. All right, I mean it, it's so crazy watching him. It's like a chess match, you know the way he can kind of put these alignments out there, just totally confuse the opposing offenses. And, and you saw it, um, you saw it on on Sunday where the Saints had to burn a timeout uh, because of one formation you guys had out there. Derek Carr just had no idea what was going on. And, and he had to call a timeout, and that's the advantage of having someone like that, and also the advantage of having a coach who, you know, takes advantage of putting you guys in different areas and, and, and different schematic abilities. One of those things he asked a lot to do, I mentioned it with Vita Vey, is drop back in coverage. Not something you did a lot at Louisville. I'll talk, coach Ivy's like, you know, we did it once or twice, but he was such a force getting out to the, the pass rusher. We needed him there. What's your comfortability like dropping in coverage now? I know JTS. Um, it, it, he does it often, right? And he's really well at. I'm sure you picked his brain about it. But what's your comfortability there? Man, man, I'm, every every day I'm getting I'm getting more and more comfortable at dropping. You know, um, 
just like you said, I, I didn't do that as much at Louisville, but but I'm getting more comfortable every day, every day dropping. And it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind of fun. I want to get to the quarterback, but, you know, if I got to drop sometimes, yeah, I drop. I there's drop a, it. There's a potential for that interception too, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Take it to the I'll house a, too. That would be a highlight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, You'd be a tough tackle, I'm sure. I mean, if if one of those linemen don't get you, it's uh trying to get yeah, brought down by a water skier. Or a lot, or or a running back, or a quarterback's not going to happen, uh, I don't think. But uh, you know, you you mentioned outside is your home. That's where you feel most comfortable. You know, what is the mental process as an edge defender? Because it's a lot of people just think, especially in, in a Bulls type th- defenses, you just pin your ears back and go every play. But it's not that simple. You've got responsibilities to set the edge against the run, as we meant just talked about. You have to drop back in some instances, but for the most part. Yeah, you are trying to, you know, get out to the quarterback, create a sack, create a tackle for loss or whatnot. What's the what's the mental process of and then also not just like preparing for it, but in game to try to set guys up for certain things later down the road. Yeah. So basically for for us outside linebackers, we got to we got to basically know what everybody on the defensive line is doing. That's how you open up, open up different rushes that you can do. Like if I know that. If I know that Vita is going all the way to the opposite A gap, now I know I got a two-way, I got a two-way opportunity with the guard. Right. So it just it just knowing it just knowing personnel and knowing um what everyone else is doing on the on the D line to be able to set set the tackle up or set the guard up if you got a if you got a stunt in a B gap. Yeah, it's one of those things where um, you know, you see it with the best pass rushers that They'll hit them with this move, hit them with this move, hit them with this move all game long and hit them with this move. Maybe throw a different move in there, but then they'll really set them up for that move in like the third quarter, fourth quarter, and it just opens it up. And, and usually, you know, it can happen in like a momentum swinging play where they'll get to the quarterback, maybe sack, you know, force fumble, strip sack as well. That's a huge part of the process, right? It is not only, you know, especially when you have so many moves in your repertoire is to be able mm-hmm. to utilize them, know when to utilize them, and then know when to cash in on them, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, so you just gotta, yeah, just like set them up. Like you might not get that sack the first quarter. You might not get it second quarter, but the more you set them up, it's gonna, it's gonna come in that third, that fourth quarter when, when the team really needs it. And that's when, that's when you, you know, you capitalize on those, on those sacks. Digging in that bag of tools you got there. Speaking of tools, guys that you're playing with now, uh, the starters in front of you, Joe Tryon Sharinka and Shaq Barrett have seen it, been there, especially Shaq has seen almost everything, been at every level, undrafted, worked his way, sack leader of the entire season, come back from injury. What are some of the biggest things that you've, that you've picked from him? Obviously, you're a different type of athlete than he is, but what are some of the things that you've, that you've taken from him and maybe applied to your game or really just applied to how, you're, how you study, your work habits, et cetera? It just, it just like, like with me, I always, I always had the um, the work ethic, and you know, cert, um, the guys, the guys, you know, being a little older than me. So, you know, I just, for me, I like to bring the juice. I want them to still feel like you know they're they're young, you know, right. and and like when we're in the weight room and we're lifting certain certain weight, and they like, dang, they don't feel like doing this. I'd be like, come on, let's do it, like let's do it, or just you know, just to better better the team. Right. You know, and and 
you know, pass rush wise, you know, them them guys got some tools in their basket, man. Like like Joe and his and his spinning, and then yes. Shaq Shaq got his own his own move where he he uses both hand to knock down the tackle's hand, and I'm just like, dang, like like how does that how does that work? But but he's so he's so good at it that you know I just be looking at him, and it's just it's really fun looking at him and picking picking what they do and they help me out a lot and I really respect those guys. Yeah, you see the camaraderie, you know, we're in the locker room a couple days a week and you can just see the camaraderie building, you know, between the entire team, especially on that defensive corner over there with with you guys at the edge rushers and the defensive tackles. You guys are always seems like you're always giving you guys crap and uh just yeah. messing around in the best of ways though. So, that's always fun to see the camaraderie is something that was um huge in establishing this season, um, you know, after there were some questionable moments and things going on last year, that's, you know, prior season, you weren't here for that, but you can just tell the energy in the locker room is different. You guys are out there playing chess now and stuff like that, which is mm-hmm. awesome to see. Um, exactly. But, you know, everything's an adjustment, right? I, I always say that with a rookie, it's so difficult because, you know, you're coming to a new city, a new system, a new scheme, new players, new coaches, new everything, right? Having to find your way throughout everything so it's you know you hope to get all that stuff done out in the off season but there's still adjustments that need to be made throughout the entire process you're going from being a student athlete to a full-time athlete so what what are some of the biggest adjustments that you had to go through um or you're still going through up until up until now yeah just like you said like um not a student athlete no more you know now (laughs) this is like a a full-time job and you know and i'm just like I said, I'm I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to to be here and you know, just you know, seeing certain guys not having the opportunity to be here and you know, football was taken from me a while back and right. I told myself, you know, to always give it my all, you know, because you never know when it's gonna be your last. So I always approach this game at a at a different mindset and you know. That's why it's so hard for me because I'm always a guy that's hard on myself because I expect the best for myself. So, you know, it's just it's just me just being me. But, you know, I'm just trying to I'm still I'm still adjusting to it and, you know, letting it letting the game come to me, you know, just not rushing the process. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to do it, too, you know, because that's when you start to get overwhelmed. Um, and you start doing too much, uh, you know, you obviously you want to put everything you have into it, but you know, your shirt says it all, you know, care for your health. You got to make sure your mental is a hundred percent. And, you know, you just kind of brought it up. I wasn't going to go too deep into it, but you know, football, you know, almost being taken away from you. Just talk about that career path, you know, Georgia military to Louisville and, and, and everything before that, it almost slipped out of your hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, coming out of high school, really, really didn't really didn't um have the grades the grades that i needed to you know um qualify so i you know i sat out that year and worked at the airport and then i was able to get an opportunity to try out for georgia military and then i went and i tried out you know they put they they put me on red shirt well they put me on walk on and then i was able to have we would have fall camp killed fall camp it was like okay boom we're gonna put you on scholarship we need so, you. 
Yeah, exactly. So it just it just went from it went from there and and it just every day, every day, just like I said, I, I don't take this I don't take this for granted. I put my best out and I want the people around me to have their best out too. I just I just love bringing the best out of other people just so just so we can get to the goal that we need to. Uh, hard times make better men. Uh, certainly, that's you know fits you to a T. And uh, yeah, it's something I was I was actually you know listening back to when I had my conversation with Coach Ivy, and he, he said exactly that. You know, as far as your leadership skills, um, they really developed last year uh, as more of that vocal leader, not just by action, but as a guy who's going to hold guys accountable. Uh, doesn't matter what their status was on the team, and is going to get everybody to to strive for their greatest for that common goal. So, you know, I think Bucks fans are going to love to hear that. Um, this yeah. team is full of guys who are who are ready, primed, and hungry to get after it. But having that guy who's always there just to remind them um, is always a perfect situation. As far as transitioning um, into the NFL, uh, we always hear it's a fast game. That's one of the biggest things that kind of give rookies a hiccup. Um, for you, you're fast in general, so <laughs> you picked it up yeah. pretty quick. But um, NFL tackles, it's a different ball game. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Louisville has – you guys go up against some stiff competition, but the tackles that you have to go up in the NFL, especially for the first three weeks. Heck, even in camp, I mean, Tristan and Luke, I mean, those guys are no slouches either. What has it been yeah. like to make that transition from college level to pro level with tackles and guards and the offensive linemen you got to go up against. It's just, it's just like how you said, starting off with, with Tristan and Luke. Those <laughs> two guys, those, those two guys really, they really opened my eyes to how, how it's going to be in the league, you know, just going against some some great some great guys. And just like Tristan, Tristan, it just, it, it started like, it started like four, four weeks ago. He just started telling me like, Man, you're so you're so good at this. Like, keep doing this, and and it will it will help you out to you know get a chance to you know get to the quarterback. Just just helping me out on little things like that. And I really I respect them for that. You know, just trying to help me out, me being a rookie and all. Yeah, Tristan's great like that. I feel like he's always one to give advice. You know, um, especially to his own guys. You know, maybe not give advice to Cam Jordan, but <laughs> yeah. you know, especially to his own guys to help do anything. And and he's so dominant. I mean, you weren't here for him. You know, last year at right tackle, but moving to the left tackle spot, he has not dropped the step. He's only allowed two pressures all season. So mm-hmm. uh, if you get the best of him in camp at, at practice at all, you make sure you let him hear about it because he's just exactly. turning up and in, in, in the games, but. You know, you kind of got that versatility. You know, you played a lot inside as well in college, making that transition to the outside. Um, what was that like, the adjustment moving to outside more often? Um, and also, which side do you prefer? Do you like lining up on that left side, that right side? Because it seems like right tackles are just as good as left tackles nowadays uh, in the NFL. Yeah. yeah, for me, for me, I I line up on either side, either side and just, and just go. And it just – I feel like with – how it was from Louisville to now, like I just feel like I have more freedom being outside outside more. So it's way better. It's it's fun and it just helped me get to the quarterback quarterback better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, right now there's a couple starters in front of you, obviously, but you're playing a lot of snaps. I mean, you look at the snap count from this past week, you, you're up there with, with um, I, I 
think you played over 33% of the snaps. So you're getting your fair share of uh, opportunities out there. Um, but how do you stay ready, right? Because, I mean, you're in that sub role right now, um, eventually starter role, right? Um, but yeah. how do you keep yourself ready throughout the game to just go in as, you know, just as a snap and, and be warm? It just it just with like when the guys when the guys come off the um off the field just talking to them like what are you getting what are you seeing and just when I know when it's my time to go in I know what I gotta what I gotta do and certain stuff that they see certain things that the tackle is doing or the guard is doing just just you know communicating communicating so it just helped me you know stay ready. Yeah, having that communication on the sideline, like, hey, on this type of run, he's doing this. On this type exactly. of – Exactly. Yeah, that's absolutely a great way. Um, you know, obviously, everyone, um, myself, including in this podcast, probably need to improve on some things. Um, and as you're coming into your first year, uh, there's definitely some things that I'm sure you're working to improve every day. I mean, you talk to even the best of the best, and they're working to improve on things. The only way to to get better is to, is to work and get better, right? But – so far, what are the, some things where you're like, mm, I need to hone on this? Because this is not bye weeks, just not for, you know, obviously getting healing up and getting injuries. It's really early, and it sucks because you guys' um, mini bye week after the Thursday night game is like in two weeks. So both of your like buys are so soon. But you know, this is an opportunity to, to self scout, right, and say, hey, okay, mm-hmm. this is my tape from the last four games. This I could have done this better. I could have done that better. Is it? It, where do you think you can improve? Is it your your pass rush plan, manning your gaps a little bit better and run fits, um, coverage wise? Where where's somewhere where you're looking like I got to improve this this week? So when we come out week six, I'm gravy. I would I would just say I would just say um, my finish my finish like I'm getting great great pressure, but it's just it's just that missing missing piece that I need to do to be able to capitalize on them on them sacks and just. Just this this morning, it was me, me, Kalaja, and Jose was working on just just our path, our path to the tackle, and what we got to do to set up the tackle to be able to to be able to capitalize on those sacks. And it's just also my coach, my coach, and um, my yeah, my coach. He went and made a cut up of from preseason to now of all my plays and just seeing and me just watching and seeing what I need to improve on. And yeah, that's what where, I've been doing. Where do you think you've most improved? Um, I would just say my, my speed to the game. Cause starting off in the preseason, I was thinking a lot. I was thinking yeah. a lot and it just, it was just, it just wasn't clicking for me, but now I'm getting way more comfortable. I'm feeling way better at where I'm at. And, it's just the matter of time where I'm gonna just, just blow. Uh, yeah, I know Bucks fans are excited to see that. I'm excited to watch that myself too, as a fan of yours. Uh, Bull, you said in the beginning, you know, preseason, you're thinking a lot. This is Bull's playbook is so complex. Exactly, right? that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> me, me, just not trying to mess up and let my team down. Got me. Got my head everywhere. I'm like, man, I can't let my team down, but I also got to do my job. So I was just thinking a lot. So with like the playbooks, it's a funny thing. And a lot of people like, you know, when free agents sign in the middle of the season um, and they are able to make an impact right away, it's because 
when you're preparing for a game, you, you have a game plan, right? And, and while there's a lot of stuff in the playbook, it's not the entire playbook. Now, Bulls can kind of sometimes go into that playbook that's not in the game plan, right? But what's the just, – just like for the fans who don't understand what the difference between the, the actual entire playbook you get in training camp and, and you know, in the offseason and the game plan that you guys put together for a Sunday or, or whatever day football's on. Yeah, exactly. The um, yeah, I about to say the playbook is oh, it's a lot. <laughs> the playbook is a lot, but um, when they that's what the coaches do. They they sit down, they watch, they watch what what can work, what plays that we have already installed that will work against the other team, and then they'll cut out, they'll take some of those plays and they'll put it in, and then that's what we'll work on, and then that's that'll be our game plan going into the the game. How often does Bulls deviate from that so far this season and call something that wasn't in the in the game plan that's like in like page three hundred and twenty two of the playbook? Has he done that to you yet? Yeah, he has. It, it'll be like some from like um, install two. He'll bring it back, and I'm like, dang, like, damn, I, I kind of forgot what I was supposed to do. But then I look at it, be like, oh, okay, okay, it makes you sense. On the field, and like, I got it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, he's lined up here, he's lined up here. Okay, this is what I got to do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is not in the play, in the game plan, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, I, I promise you we'll do some fun stuff, so I'll get to that stuff now. We talked enough football. Probably not. I could talk football all day. Love to watch yeah. tape of these sometime, too, to see what you, you're seeing out there. But um, self, uh, you've got a lot of nicknames out there. Uh, we, we've seen Sub-Zero. Uh, I've se- I've heard Yabba Dabba Doo. Coach Javi mm-hmm. called you Yaya Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Diablo is another one. What nickname? First of all, Yaya is a very unique name. So where does that come from? Yeah. And then what's your nickname? What nickname do you want people to call you? Because um, there's a bunch floating out there on the internet right now. Um, well, my name, my name came from um, my mom. My mom named me after um, her brother um, um, from Guinea. Mm-hmm. So... So that's where that's where my name came from, and and with nicknames, you know, I want I want to I want to stick with the with the Sub Zero, gotcha. but you know, you know, I, it's the it's the flow, man. If if I take I, I won't let no, I don't think nobody else called me uh, the Bablo except for Coach Avi. Right. So that's just that's our thing. So gotcha. I'm I'm okay I'm okay with that one, you know. But you know, I I prefer like sub zero. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, you're rocking the zero. One of the only players so far to do in the league. Has any other zeros caught your eye or you're the best one out there so far? Shoot, shoot. I'm the best I'm the best one in my eyes. So I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna give it to no other guy. I'm not I can't do that. So obviously as a rookie, uh comes along rookie duties, sometimes rookie dinners. Any rookie duties you gotta do? Is there any rookie dinners uh, yeah. that you gotta pay for? Yeah, we haven't we haven't done the the dinner yet, man. They've been they've been um waiting on that. Tight. Yeah, they've been building up to that. But as the as the rookie um expectation, they've been you know rookie snacks in the room. We got to make sure that the snacks stay stay in there. You know, make sure we get what they're what they like, and then also getting on a plane on the away games. We got to make sure all their meals are right. Cause one time I messed up and didn't and didn't um, get one of the guys one of the guys meal was missing and they and they got me they got me in the room they got me in the room 
who's got the who's got the weird well what is the weirdest snack request that it's got to be stocked in the d room d line room and, and or the old uh, outside linebacker room and, and you don't have to say who it is but what's the weirdest snack that's in there i mean it's not that many weird snacks but it's like it's like snacks that a lot of people probably wouldn't probably wouldn't eat you know like like shaq he gotta have his um his gum, the the little red ball, red ball gum. So he he's the only one. Yeah, he's the only one that eats that in our in our room. The red hot, the red hot gum. He's the only one who eats that in our room. Nelly got Nelly Nelly love um, pretzels. Joe really don't eat snacks, and and Cam 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 likes yeah Cam likes um, Rice Krispies. Oh, no. go to go to snack. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of rivalry stuff going on in the locker room, especially with college football week going on. We had a little bet. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I was not on the winning side of that. How did Boston College take Florida State, the number three team in the country? There is. The that looked three. good. It <laughs> looked a little tight is what it looked like. <laughs> how do you Go just cards, man. Go cards. <laughs> you know, I felt good, though, because the next day, next week, I wasn't the only one. You got cornered Derek Pitts. He uh, had to wear exactly. it, too, which was exactly. good, you know. But, yeah, um, I, I don't have anybody coming up yet. There he is right there. Uh, yes, he's got sir. a heart. It's a little, it's a little bigger on him than it was on me. But yeah. uh, you know, I've got a couple guys coming up. We both got pits, so we're both gonna get Kalijah and Louisville, uh, Kalijah exactly. and uh, Sarasier. They're pits terrible this year, so they're gonna be repping our shirts soon. But um, that's a lot of fun, right? In, in in the locker room, having those bets and stuff like that in college. Just talk about the college pride going on because I saw, I saw uh, Big Will Golson had to wear a, a Washington Huskies gear from from. Uh, from Vita to talk about from the water you guys have going on out there. Man, it's just it's just fun. Like it just it's just something that that just brings us closer, you know. Just yeah. you know, have a have a laugh. Just I think just this morning, man, I forgot. Uh, I forgot. I just made another bet with one of my teammates with the Notre Dame. Uh Hainsey. Yeah, Hainsey. So yeah. so if if I lose. I gotta wear a Notre Dame gear. Well, Notre Dame's hey, pretty hey. good, so hey, hey, <laughs> I'm I'm, 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 hey, I'm with I'm with my cars, man. I'm with my cars, and I know I know they got it. Last time, last time Sam Hartman stepped a foot in that in that stadium, he was scared for his life. He turned the ball over seven times. So oh, there hey. you're at home. Yeah, we're at okay. home. So okay. so hey, so exactly he going. We'll see that. We'll He's gonna feel that heat, man. I, I got my cars all the way. Someone's got to remind him all game seven turnovers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get in his head. Get in his head. Um. So you've been in Tampa now for uh, about six months or so. What? 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 How do you love the city so far? Uh, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. And then, what are your hot spots? Where have you gone to? Like, this is great for food. This is great for chill. Like, what? What do you love about the city? Um, to the city, the city itself is, is very, is very beautiful. It's hot. Yes. It's hot, you know, coming from, coming from Louisville, this is very, very hot to me, you know, but, but <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's awesome though. It's awesome. And, 
and I really haven't haven't gone out gone out too much for um like just food and stuff because I try to I try to eat eat the right way you know um I, I don't mm. really do too much of like greasy food and all the extra stuff I try to you know keep my body keep That's my okay. body the right way just so I don't crash crash this this season you know it being my first long season ever so right. you know I'm trying to take it the right way well hey off season comes around I got the spots so I'll show you all the good spots to eat and have you hit the beaches at all yet have you been a chance to get to, uh, nah. to the ocean no? yeah I, have, I haven't hit it yet <laughs> the sharks. <laughs> there's, there's sharks out there. I ain't going to the beach. I don't blame you. Um, there's a couple of good ones. I'll give you all the spots, the hot spots, food spots, even like some good healthy spots too that got some good food that's not all greasy that you can check out too. Um, yes, sir. Any uh, what, any big purchases with your first contract? Um, shoot, I I bought my I bought my car. I bought my car. Um, it was um a uh, a uh, scat a scat challenger. Nice. That was that was probably my my biggest purchase. I I really haven't made a another big purchase. You know, just my mom. My mom told me to to save it up, lock it up, right. and and invest Good. it. So so that's right. what I've been doing doing Smart. so far. Smart play. Uh, smart play. You know, the, one of the biggest things that they said about this rookie class: hard workers, hungry, smart. You know, not blowing all your money is definitely the smartest thing you can do. Um, I got one more thing, and then we'll get into some rapid fire, some this or that, some favorite things. Let the fans know a little bit more about you. Uh, been, it's been so great to have you on. I appreciate all of your time. Um, but your plans for the bye week, you know, early one. So, what oh, do you yeah. Anything, anything good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave in a couple of days to head back to Louisville. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, I'm going to be there at the game. I'm okay. be there. Bob I'm gonna, gonna be, be there too. There, so I'm be huh? Bob gonna be there too. Um, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't no, think you so. don't want that heat. But, you don't want uh, pain, pain coming with me though. Pain okay. coming with me. Yeah, he's got a bunch of coaches. Um, exactly. All over so. there now. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> gonna. Hey, yeah. they're gonna you get feel back. Me? I'm telling you, man. My car, man. I'm, I'm there. Back I'm the there. Nest. That's awesome. So we'll do some rapid fire, this or that. So I'm really going to say this or that. Give me your answer. Um, and then we'll down the list of favorites real quick, get you out of here. This or that, Xbox or PlayStation 5? Shoot, I got my PlayStation 5 behind me, man. Hey, okay, okay go-to nice game? Yeah. yeah. Um, shoot, 2K Madden. Yeah, always on, on, on rotation. Uh, Beach of the Mountains. Ooh. I say beach, beach. Yeah. Right, beach is nice. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Favorite superhero? Yeah. Uh, the Hulk. Favorite uh, villain? Uh, who? I, feel like I, I don't know about the villain. I, 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 villain. I was going to say Venom. I thought that was a that was a quick one. I, I don't got. I don't got. Nope. I don't, yeah, none that pop up in my head right now. City, city or country? Ooh, I say city, city. Yeah. Even though it's hectic, but you know I'm from Atlanta, so I say city. Uh movie or TV series? Would you rather watch a movie or binge a TV series? I, I'd rather watch. I'd rather. I'd rather watch um, a TV series, but it got to be really good. What's What's the latest one you saw that you like? Um, shoot, I just watched the. Hey, it was a 
what's the anime? Anime is an anime. Huh? Is a one? Oh, no, the pirate one, right? Yeah, the pirate one. one piece or something like that. One piece, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just that watched was, that. The anime or the live action? The live action. The live. Okay, one. I gotta watch yeah. that. I got people telling me like, get on it. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to finish three of the shows right now. <laughs> I'm trying to juggle too yeah. many. Yeah, um, it's a good one. I gotta check it out. Uh, we'll go a little football centric here. Would you rather a sack or a hit stick tackle for a loss? Like a highlight tackle for a loss. Sack. Sack all day. Uh, yeah. Would you rather drop back in coverage and get a pick, or would you rather cause a fumble? Cause a fumble. You just want that strip sack total combo. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? <laughs> hey, you know, hey, they both hit differently. Uh, all right, we'll jump yeah. into favorites. Uh, this one, take your time to think about it for a second. Favorite movie? One you can watch over and over uh, again. My favorite movie is um is. It's out of it's out of Rush Hour and Coming to America. Two great ones. I just watched Rush Hour. Uh, Fifty million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> Chelsea Carter. Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. Chelsea Clint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, it's so I, all three. I mean, none of them is better than the first one, but all three of them are hilarious. So that duo yeah. is just amazing. Um, well, favorite sports team, obviously besides the one you played for. So no Louisville Bucks. Um, favorite sport team. Oh, I like the I like the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So, I, I like I like Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. Like Giannis. It just got is a, a freak. It just got Dame Dollar up there too. They just got Dame Dollar, man. I'm finna go get me a, a zero jersey, man. Y'all yeah, gonna see me that's rocking fine because that let me to get Drew Holiday from my Celtics, so I'm happy with it too. Hey, yeah, yeah, that was a good hey, good little trade. I'll take it. <laughs> Favorite place you've ever been? Uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico is beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Love the Caribbean. Uh, you're going to have to try to sneak your way on that Bucks cruise. They're going to be doing Bahamas and uh, Key West. Joe's going to be on that. Got to tell him, you know, tell him you want in and he'll put you with hey, that. Hey, I'm glad you just told me that. I'm, I'm going to get on them. I'm yeah, on yeah. Them. I'll be <laughs> up there. So we'll, we'll have a blast, man. I'll catch up. Uh, favorite food? Uh, wings. Wings are great. Um, ranch or blue cheese? It's not my podcast ranch. asking on, but ranch? Okay. Oh, yeah. loose cannons might be giving you some on that, but uh, <laughs> I'm a no I'm a no uh, ranch or blue cheese guy. Just give me the wings sauce. I don't need that extra stuff. Um, yeah. This is a controversial one. Favorite cereal? Uh, shoot. Is that a cinnamon toast crunch or Fruit Loops? Okay, I'm a cinnamon toast crunch fan myself. Fruit Loops is a respectable answer. I'll take cinnamon yeah. toast crunch because I, I like it better. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's the favorite game you've ever watched? My favorite game, mm-hmm. like Shoot. World Series, Super Bowl, NBA championship game, where you're just like that game was crazy. Like for me, it was Man, always I would say I would say the the Miami Heat against the Spurs, where Ray Allen hit that corner shot. <laughs> Was Ooh, there. That was a that was a crazy game. That, that always was, hurts for me because we wanted Ray back that year, and he didn't come back. He went to Miami, and then they mm-hmm. went ship right away. Oh, that always hurts. Mine's uh, I'm from Boston originally, so that twenty-eight to three. <laughs> Sorry, I don't oh, know you're, you're a Falcons fan before from Atlanta, but that twenty-eight to three—that's the one I hated. That's the <laughs> that's why I didn't bring that one up. <laughs> I hated that one. You know, me being from Atlanta, I, ooh, yeah. that was an opportunity to win it. And yeah, man, I was Brady. 
Man, I was on the floor just like, oh, this game is over. And then, boom, it came back. It was crazy. Uh, one of the craziest games I've ever watched in my entire life. The, the Julio Jones toe-tap catch, the Edelman catch, um, yeah. just insane. Uh, that game insane. was just uh, amazing. Are you, You're excited for Atlanta in a couple? It's, uh, I think it's in December. Are you excited for that game? Yeah. Got that one, yeah. A lot of family? I'm excited, man. Family's going to be there, man. I'm ready to get after them, guys. That's awesome. Uh, favorite color? Blue. Blue. Same. Azul. Give me it to, give it to me. Uh, favorite TV show? Um, my favorite TV show. Ooh. You watch over and over. Again. Office is like one of those you just watch, put on. For me, I say, like that. I can just put Entourage on at any time and watch it. I would say, I would say like uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's a good one. I was not expecting that. My son yeah. right now is just watching all those old school shows. He's watching like Henry Danger. You just exactly. watched Hannah Montana. He's making his way through like the eras. Watched Full House. I think he's watching Fuller House right now. He's like making his way through the eras right now. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. that Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's a that that's that's a uh, that's a classic one right there. Wow. Uh, was not expecting that. What's your favorite sports memory? Could it be like something that you saw and watched, or something that you that you you know did personally. Uh, favorite sports memory. Let's go with personally. Uh, you say what? Like your favorite sports memory? Like, like you know? Um, shoot, my favorite sports memory. Man. Something. Like I would that. say. I would say. I would say for me, and it was um, high school. High school when I played. When I played basketball, um, me and one of my teammates. Um, one of my teammates went for went for uh twenty five points each. It was killing them that day. Yeah. Ooh, we gotta love that. Dumping them up, yeah. dumping buckets on them. Um, last couple of favorite dessert. Um, shoot, I say, I say it's out of it's out of cheesecake or just some some chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie is my favorite. I, you, man, you, whole tray of those, man. Especially the homemade ones. Yeah, forget about Ooh, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who is not too not often though. No, no. I mean, too often. You saw guys saw that me in that shirt too often, but not not often anymore. I gotta switch that around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite player growing up? You said player. Yeah. Um, my favorite player growing up was it was it was JJ JJ Watt. That's great. Yeah. So good. He just got on to the Ring of Honor this past week. Well deserved, yeah. three time Defensive Player of the Year. He's he was on another level. It's, it's so unfortunate injuries, you know, you know, kind of derailed the, the end of his career. Um, but yeah, just a dominant player between him and Aaron Donald, two guys I I watched personally that I've never seen as dominant in this game. They're great. Um, finally, the favorite play you've ever made, uh, collegiate level. NFL level so far. What's your favorite play? You're like, wow, that was the play. Like, if you had to pick one highlight to show people to say, this is me, what would it be? Um, man, probably, probably, um, against UCF this past season when I chased down the a screenplay. That was that was uh, that was just that was just me just having the you know the playing with passion and just you know. It's getting it. That's it's awesome. getting it. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, just to wrap it up, um, you got four guys that you're putting on your Mount Rushmore. We got JJ Watt, obviously number one on there, or one of them on there. Who are the other four 
outside linebacker, rush guys, edge defenders that you looked up to growing up? Um, that you put up there. I put. Um, I put. Um, shoot. I put. It was JJ. It was Khalil Mack. Ooh, he just had himself a day. Yeah, it was Khalil Mack. It was. Um, I love. I love watching Miles Garrett. I love watching Miles Garrett. He's a dog. And and I love watching um, Nick Bosa as well. Yeah, that's a that's a heck of a group to pick from. Yeah, Khalil Mack yeah. is like resurgence. The other, I think he had six sacks on this. Six, six sacks is ridiculous, man. I, I love that's, it. That's not normal. Who they play? Would they play the Vikings? They played the Raiders. The Raiders. Oh yeah, uh, rookie quarterback. Yikes. Yeah, that's not going yeah. too well for them out in Las Vegas. <laughs> Super Bowl's out there. They ain't going to be playing in it, though. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, hey, man, I want to thank you so much. I kept you a little bit over the time for sure. Uh, I felt like we were just, you know, conversation was flying. Uh, but I want to thank you so much for your time, for stopping by here. Any message for the Bucks fans for the rest of the way, where they can find you on Twitter, on, on Instagram, where they can keep in touch with you, and then just any message you want for them. Um, I get, you know, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram um, at – ITS underscore Yaya uh, four or um, my Twitter great great Yaya great Yaya um, four and you know I just want to tell you um, Bucks fan you know just keep supporting us and keep being behind us and you know we're gonna we're gonna keep doing what we do best and and kill it this season and you know it may be some ups and downs but just stay with us and. We're going to get the job done. That's right. Let's LFG in the words of everybody in Bucks Nation. Yaya Diaby, guys, ladies and gentlemen, the man number zero, sub-zero. I want to thank you so much for your time coming on here. I had a blast getting to know you a little bit more. I hope all the fans did. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best the rest of the season. I'll see you next week, buddy. Have a great offseason. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. There you guys have it. Yaya Diaby, awesome guy, incredibly humble. Uh, I'm still a little bit bitter that I had to wear a Louisville shirt, but what can you do? Uh, went way overboard on this podcast over time. So, uh, you know, appreciate him for being so grateful with his time. Uh, just get into, you know, that's what good conversations are about. You just get into a rhythm with people um, and, and you look up and you're like, oh, we've been recording for 50 minutes. <laughs> but uh, appreciative to him for, for definitely uh, hanging on there and, and finishing up that chat. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, we just started. We're only a week, two weeks in now. Uh, I've got great guests coming up. Dave Canales. I'm going to give it to you right now. If you're watching this show and you've watched this entire show, Dave Canales is coming on on our next show. So we're going to have a lot of good stuff to talk to him about. He's going to give us a, a lot of great time as well. Great insights whenever you talk to him. So definitely make sure you stay tuned here. You know what? I'm going to give you another guy. Joe Trinchrinka, yeah, edge rusher. We're getting him on the podcast soon. Christian Izian is going to be on here. Not to mention we'll be getting some former players um, coming up in our uh, Know the Enemy Behind Enemy Lions scene uh, as well. So uh, Lions will be getting a, a former Lions player, Pro Bowl player, uh, and we'll be doing that hopefully throughout the season with all of these players uh, who formerly played for these teams. We've got a lot of awesome things cooking, and I'm really excited that the Sick Podcast Network and myself have been able to put these together. So I want to appreciate you guys for your time spending it here. You know, I know there's a million bucks podcasts out there, um, so appreciate you guys for, for tuning in. 
to the Pirate Parlay here at the Sick Podcast Network. We'll be back at you with another podcast here this week. So make sure you guys like, subscribe. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on all podcast networks. And thanks again for tuning in to another edition of the Pirate Parlay. We're out of here. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Pirate Parlay on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.